Welcome to the Good Morning Show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Carrie Berry, here with your host, Ted. Morning, friends. Grab a coffee and a smoke and have a happy new year. This is not the Martin Luther King Day show. We are not affiliated with any of that communist and Negro garbage. Carrie, how you been? Well, of course I know how you've been, because I've been with you. We had to take a week off because we were all sick around here. Last week on, it was yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, it's bad flu ripping through this area. I know the Midwest, uh, all the schools around here, decimated by it. And we were, the whole household. All six of us were pretty sick. I mean, I, I didn't really get hit by it, but... Not too bad. I had to pick the, the slack up because Carrie Berry yeah, was out. I got out. hit really bad. I haven't seen her this bad. Not even when you were, you know, I saw you deliver three babies. Yeah. You weren't that decimated no, after was, you were pregnant, you know. It was crazy. It, it was like a runny nose and a sore throat and and then feeling incredibly lethargic. Yeah. And then vomiting. Yeah, everybody. The whole then, house went through that. Then after you're done vomiting, still absolutely no energy, stuffy nose, then it finally drains and in the, one of the most horrible coughs you could ever imagine. It was probably disease X or whatever the hell those weirdos released on us. You know, honestly, it's probably some... It reminds me of 2019. We got just back-to-back hit, mm-hmm. um, you know. Yeah, with so many different things. Different things, yeah. And to that point, I do not believe this was two different things. People would tell me that it is. No, it was not. It hit everybody that did vomit. It hit in the same manner, the same sequence. All the kids. Because all the kids did, and me. It was bad. So, yeah, we probably got hit with some uh, schizo disease acts from Klaus Schwab or whatever (laughs) other supervillain they're creating for us, keep us distracted and, and all that. But you know what? There was a positive side to all this. You weren't sick the week before during the clip show. Uh, right. We ran that. You were at your, you were on Broadway. Beautiful her, weekend. A one woman a Christmas Carol Broadway right. special. Carrie did everybody in the whole my adaptation. Exactly. My all white, Ted's adaptation. A very of white Christmas Carol. Uh, Christmas Carol. Um, Carrie d- does it as a one woman show, and her Broadway run was spectacular. She's probably gonna yeah, mixed reviews, but you're always those gonna were get all that. Jews though. All the bad reviews were. Well, that's um, nice of you to say. Yeah, well, you know what? I got a clip of it. I think the audience would love to share just a little little snippet All right. of your show. So let's play it. Okay. She's right there. Hey, Alice. Hey, F- hey Fezziwig. Thanks for the invite. Where are you coming on my tweet stream? Twitch stream. Forget about me. Get this guy on your stream and get him talking about werewolves. He knows everything about werewolves. Werewolves? Cool. You know anything about Dracula's too? I loved it personally. I, I cried several times. Oh, thank it. you. Yeah, it was it was great. It was great. But yeah, like I said, rave reviews from Arians. Um, Jews didn't like it very much though. So and blacks don't even know about that stuff. Regardless, it was a lot of fun. It was fun. A nice weekend out out east. Yeah. Kids had a great time, and then we got hit. Really. Yeah. Bad. And yeah, we now got, we got a good show for you. Yes. It's not the Martin Luther King Day show. We're back. Like we said, we're not affiliated with that communist. Correct. Yeah. So what do you say we uh, get a word from our sponsors? Sounds good. Let's take a break. All right, guys. See you on the flip side. Mom, are we out of bagels? We shouldn't be. I just bought some yesterday. Oh, weird. What's going on? It seems the bagels are missing, and you know, a lot of really weird things have been happening. There's a dead chicken on the front porch. The change jar is missing a lot of change. 
And I swear to God, I've been hearing Javi Nagila play before I go to bed at night. Oh, I think I know what's going on, guys. I'm going to go to my toolbox and get the Yid Finder. Got Jews in your house? Grab the Yid Finder. New from Based Co. Yid Finder can detect Jews up to 25 meters away, so you can quickly remove them and get that sense of comfort only an ethnically homogenous household can. At only $24.99, this is a very inexpensive tool that can help you get rid of your infestation in your home. Don't put up with Jews in their tunnels in your home. Go out and pick up a Yid Finder today. Available in the hardware section of any Billy Dick's Food Mart. Yid Finder. I'm Chef Steve Skibbity, head chef and owner of Skibbity Bistro. I'm looking to find the best restaurant in the continental United States. I've called on three more super chefs to help me in my quest to find America's best restaurant. Welcome to Four Chefs, Four Dishes. I'm Chef Rick Pookie, and I have the only one-star restaurant in Cleveland, Ohio, The Piggybackers. And I answered Chef Skibbity's call. I'm Chef Brett Medibot, and you probably remember me from Chef Shit on the Stars Network. And you gonna eat that on BT. I answered Chef Skibbity's call. I'm Chef Denise Freaks, and my cookbook, How to Non-Feed Non-Binary Kids, has been on the New York Times bestseller list for the last 88 weeks, and I answered Chef Skibbity's call. Today, we're in lovely Genoa City, Wisconsin, at Birthday Cake Pete's Pub and Grill, and we're going to try birthday fusion cooking. All right, chefs, you know the name of this game. We're each going to order a different dish and give our opinions. We're not judging on ambiance, price, weight service, or menu diversity. Just food. Chef Freaks, what did you get? I went for a light lunch. I ordered the birthday girl salad from the heart healthy section of the menu. Excellent choice, Chef. It sounds delicious. I went for the birthday steak. 48 ounces of grade A Angus beef. Looking forward to it. Great call, Chef. Sounds like you'll be in a meat coma later, but not in the gay way. I went with the birthday crab cakes. Let's see how Pete's handles seafood. Wonderful pick, Chef. I went with the birthday cake nachos. And while we wait for our food, let's talk about Chef Pookie's grand opening next week. Rick, why don't you tell us about it? Thanks, Chef. Next Saturday night in the greater Dayton area, I'll be opening a World War II-themed restaurant called Engorgious Bastards. Every Saturday night, we plan on serving an all-you-can-eat Nuremberg nachos buffet. Or you can get a Blitzkrieg burger plus two sides and a drink for $14. Now that sounds like a deal. Sure does, Denise. And if I'm correct, you'll be releasing another cookbook this week. That's right, Chef Skibbity. Thanks for the recipes, now scram! It's a cookbook of ethnic food without the ethnics! It's coming out Tuesday the 9th, exclusively at Duke Books! It's a great book. I wrote the forward. I've bought a thousand copies I plan on handing out when I hit the streets to harass taco trucks and falafel stands on my hit Rumble cooking channel. Time to go! Well, looks like our food's here. Time to dig in and go to break. When we return, we'll give you our decision. What the fuck what is going on here? This is crazy. This Thursday night on the Boomer Channel, 8, 7 Central, a new Spook Chasers. You've seen gay ghosts, 
Now try racist poltergeists. Can the team help Mr. Leroy Jenkins solve his paranormal problem? Find out this week on the Boomer Channel. Welcome back, folks. We're finished with our meal, and here's the verdict. Chef Betty Bye, how are those crab cakes? Ah, uh, yeah, well, I'm not familiar with Wisconsin-style seafood, but I ain't never had chocolate-frosted crab cakes for. It was not the tastiest flavor combination. If I'd known this was birthday cake fusion, I don't think I'd have chosen to come in here in the first place, ever. Thumbs down from me. Thumbs down from me as well. The birthday girl salad had far too much baby spinach and not enough of that delicious angel food birthday cake for my liking. Okay, Denise. Now, when I ordered the birthday cake nachos, I expected beef, beans, cheese, maybe lettuce and tomatoes in the shape of a birthday cake. Not incorporated into a birthday cake, complete with coconut. And for that, thumbs down. I'm breaking ranks here and give it two thumbs up. I love the birthday steak. Three 16-ounce medium-rare ribeyes layered in between delicious buttercream frosting. Muy delicioso, as they say on the south side of Milwaukee. You can't do two thumbs up, Chef. That's bullshit. I got two thumbs. Chef, I retract my original rating and give two thumbs down. You can't retract a rating. You can't do two thumbs either. Eddie, chefs, well, whatever. We won't be coming back here anytime soon. We'll see you back next week on another Four Chefs, Four Dishes where we continue the search for America's best food. Tom Bari, I have your results if you'll come up here. Right here, Bob. That's Tom. And I'm right here. Well, who's who? I have results here for Tom Bari. Yes, that's me. It's pronounced Tom, and those results are probably for me. I've been waiting here forever. So have I. I've been here an hour and 15. Bullshit. I've been here that long. You came in a half hour ago. I was at the vending machines. Yeah, right. Well, these results are for Tom Bari. T-H-O-M-B-A-R-R-Y. That's me. Tom Bari. It's pronounced Thom, and they're for me. It's Tom. Thom. Tom. I'll Tom your fucking ass, bitch. Gentlemen, please. You both have the same name. It's not unheard of. These results are for Tom Bari residing at 95 Nixon Court, Unit 10. It's Unit 101. No, wrong again, idiot. It's 109. Well, the form says 10. It must be a mistake. There is no Unit 10 in my building. He's right about that. But I never seen him around the building, and I've lived there for five years. I moved in last month. Likely story. Settle down. We'll go by birthday then. What's your date of birth? 10 22 October 1977, you lying dog. Listen, buddy, I don't know what your problem is, but you need to lay off. Or what? Gentlemen, let's dial it back. Last four of your social? 0133. 0133. What the fuck? What the fuck? This is crazy. Are you playing a prank on me? Me? You're the one coming in here impersonating me, trying to steal my results. That's insane. You're a paranoid weirdo, man. I'm calling the police. The police, you dirty dealing dog. Dirty dealing dog? You take that back this instant. Never. You can't even pronounce my name correctly. Your name? 
My name is Tom. T-H-O-M. Tom. It's pronounced Thom. The H ain't silent, bitch. Tom. Thom. Tom. Thom. It's Tom. Thom. Who the fuck ever? You got AIDS. Subterranean Hebrews, New York is infested by rats. Rabbinical rats, that is. This week, the NYPD discovered tunnels underneath an unpronounceable synagogue. I'm not pronouncing that. No, it's disgusting. It's gross. Talking like them is disgusting. They're dirty. Did you see those mattresses? What were they doing on those mattresses? There was a high chair, for Christ's sakes. I'm sorry for losing my temper. Pardon my French. 110 and never again. And now for weather on the whatevers, here's your weatherman, Archie Hegsworth. Take it away, Archie. It, it looks like snowing fast. <laughs> it's snowing like crazy. <laughs> and now the news with Carrie and Ted. From NBC News, 12 men have been arrested after the New York synagogue break-in with an apparent dispute over secret tunnels. Oh, that's right. The tunnel Jews. The elusive tunnel Jews. They live underground. I'm, t- I'm telling you, that's where they come from. Underground. That's where they come from. That's where they come from. Yeah. The story is a little. Yeah, we know. We know what's going on. Anybody in the know who's. It's got some holes in it. Weird story. It's weird for like Jews' stories to have holes in it and not add up, isn't it? I mean, when you think about it, isn't that strange? Or is that just commonplace? Does that just happen? Everything they tell you, you should check twice and then check your wallet just in case 12 hasidic jews of course were arrested monday they're like the hissing and spitting (laughs) like those kind of lizards that like throw open their uh what's that like the the, they fan out there what are those things called their mane yeah the lizard's mane whatever it is you know like lion lizards and they just start running at you on two legs hissing that's hasidic is is that what you would expect if you were in those tunnels if they shot out some sort of membrane out of the side of their face and just like an ink yeah i i (laughs) hey did you ever see that video of the jewish dude puking on the black lady at the club yes that was you could see he did something with his throat and gut that it's like learned or like a natural reflex like a, a bird would regurgitate Take food for its young? Yeah. But where does he get off? I guarantee she smelled better than he <laughs> Right? Did. No shit. Yeah, oh, she probably that done, was, done more. That was absolutely awful. Done more physical labor, at least. Been more useful to the earth than that fucking middleman. So this building was the Chabad Lubavitch headquarters. Yeah, those dudes are creepy. They're like that super cult within the Jews. Well, this was apparently an offshoot. The group that broke in, I don't know how much you know. I know that you no, know about really, this. I don't really, I'm just seeing tunnel Jews and I'm personally just kind of like, whatever. 
Okay. I know what it is. I don't need the fucking details. Like I do. Well, it's kind I'll of take interesting. Them in. It is interesting. But what I'm saying is I know what this is and I can't do anything about the tunnels in New York. I can only do stuff about the tunnels in my town. But that's a different right, story. Our tunnels, our tunnels with the reptilians that, that we fight. Yes, yes. Our Wisconsin reptilians. That connect to the ones in New York. Yes. But these are the ones in New York. Yeah. So the Chabad Lubavitch team of Jews. <laughs> ah. It's an Orthodox Jewish Hasidic dynasty and one of the largest Jewish religious organizations in the world. Mafia. Mm. Mafia syndicate. That's all they are. They're not religions or syndicates. Just another cover. And this article was very vague. It referenced a tweet from the director of media at Chabad saying that it was a group of extremist students yeah. had broken into the building. And dug it, or the they broke tunnel. into the buildings like next door and then dug from underground from the walls in the basement Could from the building next door to get into their building I, first of to all gain access i have to a it? hard time believing this because the only time they do physical labor is when they're making war on us so if they did physically dig these tunnels it was not to worship during covid or or some inter-religious sect war of offshoots of fucking creepy sidelock religion it's not good for us whatever's happening in there it wasn't good like i said if they dug the tunnels then it's bad and they're making war on us if they didn't who did they get to dig the tunnels who would they use to dig tunnels slaves mm. You know? Rolling Stone goes a little bit further into detail of things being said on, on Twitter. Oh, okay. And anti-Semitism taking off like mad uh, after this. Yeah, that's this. the last thing, mother... Why? Wow. That's a card that's way overplayed and nobody cares anymore. It's more like you high-five people who are accused of anti-Semitism. You know, like, hey, remember when you were shunning me when I got accused of How do you feel now? That might be the unification of mankind, is from this sort of behavior. Maybe. Yeah, every conflict resolution needs a scapegoat. So Rolling Stone gives a little bit more detail about the two different groups. The ones that supposedly created the tunnel was a small offshoot of this Jewish organization. Rolling Stone says that they had built an elaborate system of underground tunnels. The they, other article was very vague about it, referencing only that guy's tweet saying that they had broken in from the basement of another building. That doesn't that's not that's not an elaborate system okay. of underground tunnels. Another thing too. But for Did, no for no apparent reason. The tunnels were built for no apparent reason. They're that's probably the already story. fucking there underneath, already being used. Maybe really old. And it's getting old now and shit that they used to cover it mm -hmm. is breaking it down because under our feet, yeah. everywhere you are right now, there are tunnels leading everywhere underneath you of various depths and destinations. Just accept that as a fact. If you don't think that's the truth, you're a fool. You're a fool at this point with all the information out there and well, the admissions on the parties. Especially but in New York. Would, would you? Would a Jew go through a tunnel dug by a Jew? Like in his in his heart, like does he? A fucking tunnel isn't something a couple of assholes can just go yeah. dig. Yeah. It requires shoring and engineering. It's a fucking total white guy type of process. My guess is if they were really digging tunnels, the shit would have fucking collapsed already. 
So the tunnels were probably already. This is probably called. If they're getting ahead of it and you're seeing it on TikTok and shit, and you got the cool meme cop, the Italian cop saying this ain't how we do it in America. Everything's. It's like a fucking 80s movie coming together. Can any. Is, am I the only person seeing that this is like a script just written and it might. Okay, if it's a script, it might not be good for us. Okay? Just throwing that out there that whoever is scripting this fall might not have our interests at heart in the end. We do not want to replace an enemy with any type of enemy. That's not a, It's not going to work. That's just going to continue the cycle and we'll be back where the fuck we started in 138 years. Sorry, Carrie, go on. Rolling Stone asked for statements from Jonathan Greenblatt. <laughs> yeah, my boy. And... Not really. And from Mike Rothschild. Uh, Listen yeah. to this. That's Author strange. of... This is odd, though. Author of the book, Jewish Space Lasers, The Rothschilds, and 200 Years of Conspiracy Theories. He supposedly has no relation to the Rothschilds. He's just writing books about them and isn't yeah. related to them. Yeah, I know. I think I've been blocked by that guy so many times. Really? You know who oh, my is? God. Yeah. See, I don't know. I, like, it was a regular occurrence a few years ago uh, during like that just the Q-Tard phenomenon because he was talking shit about Trump. Did you know that he was not supposedly an official Rothschild? Bullshit official. What is that fucking... They wear fucking last names <laughs> like we wear socks. No blood relation. Johnson's Rockefeller's Rothschild's all fucking same blood. Do you think they would ever give that to another family? You know, like that kind of trust? No. Mm-mm. No, and I don't even think that the Rothschild is their fucking name. No, well... Well, it's Bauer. But, but how many different names it's new Bauer. have they had? No, just to let you know. So Mike Rothschild says that there's been a dramatic spike in misinformation on X, (laughs) formerly known as Twitter, (laughs) since Elon took over in 2022. Oh, yeah. It's a good scapegoat for them. A funny statement from him. He said, if there are two things that modern conspiracy theories obsess over, it's Jewish people and secret tunnels. Jesus Christ. This guy's a fucking retard. I can't stand him because he's just dishonest. He's just absolutely like, you know, well, the rise of disinformation correlates in the rise in anti-Semitism. So draw your own conclusion. What is misinformation? Is that calling you out? Yes. Yeah. To that point about it all being scripted, Mike Rothschild says that many general far-right accounts on Twitter have shifted to focus exclusively on what he refers to as anti-Semitic hate speech and the spreading of misinformation about Jewish people. Now, this is true. How many accounts were not talking about the Jew and and suddenly are and are claiming that they always have? Yeah, and and have this incredible reach and all these new faces popping up so is over this the last few months. Part it's not of organic. the script. No, this is part of the script too. It's all I mean, come on. It's all scripted. There's just no way. It's just all happening too perfect. Uh, all the meme fodder. See, once you can start like readily memeing the shit out of something, you should start getting worried that it's teed up for you to waste mm-hmm. your time jagging off with fucking trying to get likes and fucking retweets and your shit you know featured on the next video should be checking out what's under your own feet tunnels in your town but you got some i bet everybody's got some we're moving towards the end game here shit's gonna surprise you in 2024 i'm telling you i i last year this time i think i'd see a bunch of jews scurrying out of the fucking sewers in new york like rats it's beautiful. That's my problem with most of this shit. It's 
It's all their chickens coming home to roost at once on primetime television, and they're all fucking tone deaf. And maybe that's how it is at this part of the cycle. Maybe that's how it had to be. God just had to be this blatant because people are so thick that in the past you didn't have to be this blatant. Mm-hmm. And he's just, and I can believe that. I could roll with that if it takes this big of a wake up. I've been ready to roll for 10 years about myself personally. I've been ready to go go down in my own figurative tunnels and root out my rats for the last 10 years. And there's people hopping on it right now. But I agree, there's just a lot of inorganic shit. It reminds me of uh, the NA- NAFO, the North Atlantic Fellows Organization, that, that group on Twitter that was running support for the Ukrainian war. It was DOD was behind it. Mm-hmm. It was obviously a professional operation that was being, there were tactics in it, coordinated efforts and using the parameters of the battlefield to fight. And they were effective. They used swarming tactics. I'm seeing that right now on our side. I'm seeing tactical trolling that goes beyond a bunch of assholes in a group chat. It has to have some sort of command structure, mm-hmm. hierarchy. It's just the way it, the way it's formed. How people attack and, you, and you're involved in the battle and you don't see these accounts. You know, I don't know how to explain it. I can see something's going on. Right, and it reminds me of because uh, I never really cared about the Ukraine. I was just like, I don't give a fuck at all. So I didn't get involved. I wasn't trying to convince anybody. So I really didn't see the NAFO. I didn't get involved with them until very later on when that the army officer they doxed him, like he doxed him or did something. But they got his dox. He was like talking shit and threatening people under an anon account, and he was an active duty guy. And he was probably running the op. But that's when I saw it, and that those are the same tactics. It's a swarming, reporting. It's just saying awful shit where they get away with it. You know, or you've been suspended for something way less than like a mm-hmm. rape, th- or, you know, a fucking rape threat. Come on, man. That's pussy shit anyways. Yeah. Baby shit. Baby shit. Baby shit. All right, so what else is up? The statement from Jonathan Greenblatt oh, to Rolling Stone. Hold on. I'd like to just read this one. Let me pull one. up my chair. Yeah, I just want to read this one, so listen closely. It's deeply troubling that anyone would use this incident, which the Chabad movement at large has strongly condemned, to draw inappropriate and false comparisons to Hamas tunnels in Gaza or propagate age-old anti-Semitic conspiracy theories such as Jews are involved in human trafficking or organ harvesting. Whoa, bro, you just come out with that. I didn't say anything about organ harvesting, man. What's with the organ harvesting on in front of your mind? I know, I thought that was the chinks. What? (laughs) Right? Wait a minute. The the chinks are controlled by the Jews? (laughs) Greenblatt's splitting out too much information. (laughs) (laughs) So the detail, though, about the two different groups is, is pretty interesting. And I'm sure it's not all of the information, the they... but this is probably what you could verify, okay. you know, if, if you were to go research it. So this small sect of Jews broke off from the larger group okay. that was occupying the building. Mm-hmm. They believe that Rabbi Menachem Schneerson, <laughs> who led the Chabad Lubavik movement, is the Messiah. Oh, so they broke off because they think he's the Messiah. The mainstream Chabad group rejects that theory. In 2006, they went to court to determine whose who building was, this was. Okay. Not, who the who Messiah owns Technically, the Technically, to the Jews, they're actually determining yeah. who the Messiah is. Right. This cat over or here. Or we're still waiting guy, for Yeah, him. we're still waiting for Yeah. Him. 
because I want to end this Griffin cash out. And the other one's like, no, no, we're still going. And they are the ones that won. So in 2006, a court determined that the mainstream group would maintain control over the building. So they had more powerful kikes and positions of power. Supposedly official narrative, the Jewish Chronicle reported on Tuesday that just six months ago, a small group of the members from that messianic group Uh broke into the building and built an elaborate series of tunnels underneath the building which that doesn't make any sense no. but they just wanted to gain access to the building they want that's to the official story tunnels up so no one goes poking well, around i don't know and they're clearly throwing this smaller group they're under destroying the bus evidence because they're a little wacky yeah yeah so they're gonna round them up they're and gonna... blame them for all of the tunnels that are going boy it was just disgraceful teens <laughs> so in the oats So the group that does house the building, supposedly, when they found out about the tunnels, they hired like a cement company. Levi, you like Hamas! Repair the walls. They they claim that they were concerned about the structure, the structural integrity of the building. Yeah. So when the cement truck came, then that smaller group protested that they were going to destroy their tunnels. See, this is where it starts to get a little like, well, well, why if they were just because breaking those groups in because they because they use those to whatever tunnels. it is that yeah the tunnels whatever it is they do with these things they that is them. seriously a valuable asset even one tunnel think about what what kind of asset that would be to have a tunnel that just leads somewhere that no one fucking knows about you have safe passage back and then the shit you could do with that tool it, mm-hmm. of course it's. You know, going to attract the corrupt and the evil. So somehow, it's out of God's sight. The cops show up because things get out of hand with this protest. I suppose. Not yeah, too much detail yeah, is yeah. Given the Hebrews are always chimping, though. From what I hear from people out there, Hasidics are like always chimping. They're like scummy, scummy fucks too. Like talk shit to you. I wonder mm-hmm. if it was even the the cement company maybe that that called them because they were protesting that they were trying to repair it. Yeah. So they were probably going ape shit on the cement truck you know and some white dude was like whoa NYPD crazy mm. Jews chimping out yeah. so 12 guys got arrested and all kinds of charges including hate crime I don't even know what that means but oh man the Jews are whatever. using it on each other yeah that's awesome <laughs> that's they're gonna like try to victim stack that shit like, you know what I'm saying like oh no he's only got 63 victim points <sighs> Can you cut your dick off and take hormones? It'll pump you up over the hump, and then you'll get... You're well ready a fag. You're already a faggot. Chop it off. In other news, from the New York Post, 30 students walked out of Hillary Clinton's Columbia lecture. <laughs> Why? Well, what now? Israel, Palestine? Yes. Oh, fucking blow me. Go do <laughs> that shit it. over in Sand Nigger Town. They were protesting, though... This is something very specific to the school. They were protesting after students who were anti-Israel were doxxed on a truck that was driving yeah, locally. Yeah. So it had their pictures and their uh-huh. names, yeah. and it had the label, Columbia's Leading Anti-Semites. Fucking, you know, I'd be so proud. Not, you know, not necessarily to go to Columbia, but if one of our boys made Columbia's top anti-Semites. 
I would be like better than the honor roll. That is the honor roll. One of our kids is on that see, bus. That shows everybody that you notice patterns. You can identify a problem and instead of ignoring it, you attack it with whatever tools you have. Mockery is something everybody has in their toolbox. Mm-hmm. If not, I can teach you. So the walkout during Hillary's lecture was really happenstance because these 30 students went and joined 300 students that all went to sit down in the lobby of the International Affairs Building in protest of the fact that the school didn't do anything to stop it. And these pictures were property of the school. They were like within some school database. Oh, so they... So they got leaked, obviously, by somebody at the school. So they were just straight Not necessarily organized by the school, Mm -hmm. but the school did no... Backlash. Yes, exactly. Or even like we condemn this because they just because they're pro-Israel, and that's what the students are saying that they they want the school to cut their ties with Israel and and have a neutral stance on it. But yeah, get get your bullshit out of our fucking country. Fuck off with it. What the fuck are you here for, rag? Seriously, you're here to disrupt and destroy. Don't I'm here for a better life? Fuck off. You're not here for a better fucking life. You're here to destroy mine. Fuck you. Eat a fat Well, I'm in a mood today, aren't I? Yeah, that's good. It's good, though. I'm fired up. Yeah, that's I'm okay. fired up. There were also more than 100 professors who signed a letter defending the anti-Israel students. What mm-hmm. is this? The New York Post. The way they word this. More than 100 professors at the school also signed a letter Monday defending the students who supported Hamas terrorist attacks on Israel. That is I'm awful. sure the kids weren't like, yes, we want you, you to die. No, like, bull, even, bullshit. You think they well, were? Hell I don't yeah. know if it was like just supporting the attacks. Thank though. God. All these kids are it's like. just supporting these Hamas These kids at are all. terminally online. Okay, Hamas at all. These kids are terminally online where... Death and rape threats are fucking commonplace, and they literally do wish that because they're so divorced from reality that they have no idea whether it's just a movie. So, of course, you got these people wishing they'd bomb them. I mean, we, we've seen the way we were treated by them, being maggots. They did wish death and destruction on us. They did. Why wouldn't they do it? The rags? Yeah. Why wouldn't they do it against Israel, too? Of course they do. They do it all the time. I don't think that's what the protest was at the school, though. But the way that oh, they, like yeah, like that it was them, you know? specifically yeah, yeah, exactly. I think yeah, it was they were probably just supporting like, stop, Palestine. Stop bombing babies is is a is a way better. But I bet you in their hearts they were hoping for. Which is funny because what the TJD. students are asking the school to do, as far as changing their behavior, that behavior they're unhappy with is exactly what the reporter is doing this article. So they're saying the teachers in their letter are demanding that Columbia, quote, cease issuing statements that favor the suffering and death of Israelis or Jews over the suffering and deaths of Palestinians. And that is what we're seeing in the media, how they say even just that the Hamas terrorist attack on on Israel, whereas when Israel's doing it, it's, it's it's a planned strike on the terrorists. Yeah, yeah, and, surgical. Even though right, they're like exactly. bombing babies and that shit. And, perspective is one hundred percent polar. Or just like beating the shit out of some Palestinian kid on a street corner and shooting him when he thinks he can go home. Fuck it. But they're but they're like, no, no, this is okay because yeah. we're protecting ourselves when the, what these people it's always aren't been. protecting themselves. So they should have a neutral and, and of course and we did. I would say even more than the school these fucking reporters should Our have a neutral media, stance. I feel, had a way more neutral stance pre-9-11. 
I feel like a lot of the times they would just call it a violent clash or, in a, you know, tactically what it was, a Hamas attack on Israeli checkpoint or whatever. And it was like 9-11, they were using the language and it wasn't, it wasn't angry and, and anti-Muslim. Everybody was like woken up out of some fucking party mm-hmm. atmosphere that the, the late 90s were and even the early 2000s to, to do this, to embark on war. We were all pissed off. We were like working into a froth in the previous years. I, I, you could feel it. Like there had to be a war. You know, it had to come soon. Something had to happen. It just felt like there was like a buildup of extreme. You know how the 90s were? Everything was just like taking up to 10, motherfucker. You know, fuck your dad. These are our tacos, you know? You know what I'm saying? We put other kinds. We don't put sour cream on it or whatever, you know? Just something stupid that wasn't like your dumb shit boomer parents. Because they didn't give a fuck about us. You know, that nihilistic Gen X kind of like swearing at every yeah. other word. But the, the boomers don't give a fuck about you. No. Though, so no. there is that. They don't. But. They're an exception. They like to play lip service to it. And then you call them out and suddenly... They had the hardest fucking life ever, and kids got it easy, and it's just not true. Absolutely not true. So Hillary exited through a side door and has not made any statements about the walkout. Was it Hillary? Did you see a picture at all? No, I didn't see any pictures. Is it like Hillary 6 or Hillary 4A? I know all the designations of the Hillary units when I infiltrated her entourage. That's another story, though. Of infiltrating? I killed two Hillary clones. Yeah. Clone bots, I guess you would call them. But like I said, that's another story. That's behind the paywall. The bullshit paywall. And in other news, from CBS News, did you hear about this Boeing 737 MAX 9 had one of the, like a piece of it come off mid-flight? I th- yeah, I think I did hear a little something about it. So you know how the planes have, there's like the exit door in the middle? Yeah. If there aren't, if it's not filled to capacity then they don't have to put the door on. They can switch it out with it's a piece that's like just like a window. Oh, yeah. And okay. I have seen that before when mm-hmm. I've been on flights where it's been that piece. I don't think I was on a 737 MAX 9, mm-hmm. but it was still that same type yeah. of concept where like a window could go in place of the door. That's what they were attempting to do was instead of having the door, it was supposed mm-hmm. to be the window. Okay. It flew off of the plane mid-flight. Everybody lived, but pressure changed dramatically, obviously. The oxygen. People lost phones, I hear, right? One kid's shirt ripped off, and he had, like, burns, like, from the wind, you know? Poor little buddy. So, but fortunately, the two seats directly next to that blowout were not occupied. So people possibly Probably would have sucked the fucker, because they wouldn't have been fucking uh, buckled. At the time, right? Yeah, some one kid. It said that one kid was being like held down in their seat by an adult. Yeah. At the time, so yeah, I think you're right. That Jesus, man. They they didn't have the seatbelt okay. sign is on this, at the time. Is this something? Let me guess here. Let me just do, put on my uh, psychic magneto or uh, whatever helmet, my power helmet. Uh, diversity. It's the first thought that comes in my mind. It, it may be. So where they're trying to track down who's to blame. It looks like it comes down to... So So these parts are built, the plane and everything's built by Boeing. Uh-huh. But then there is a company, Boeing builds the planes, and then there's a company called Spirit Aerosystems uh-huh. that does the installation of the parts. So this Spirit Aerosystems company would have been whoever was there at the, at the airport, airport that took the door off and then put the window on. Oh, 
so the bolts weren't tightened down all the way. So when this happened, they grounded all of the other planes that were this Max 9 and Max 8, 737, uh-huh. Max 9 and yeah, Max 8, and checked, and at least five <sighs> other aircraft had loose bolts. Oh, my God. On several parts. <clears throat> so now they're just, the, the planes are just grounded. Yeah. While they're trying to, uh, these t- two companies, Boeing and Spirit Aerosystems, are working to... It's probably out how a this huge will never clusterfuck again. full of Pajits covering their own asses. That's my guess is what's going on. Brown people are running to and fro to cover their asses. And some <laughs> fucking honky's going to get caught in Possibly. the middle of it, probably. And no one's going to lose a fucking wink of sleep over shit cannon him. When, when people could have died. You know how pissed I would have been if my phone got sucked out? I'm... Probably well, more pissed though. If, but like, this your is kid also what happens when you get other companies involved to save money, so you don't have to have facilities and you could just contract them out. Mm-hmm. Boeing never had these problems when everything was done in Kansas. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have these fucking problems when everything was done by Boeing. Because I heard they had other problems with uh, different models of uh, um, their the different kind of planes, like they. They have, like, bins full of parts that they don't quite know how to put together because they get all these parts for the plane that they design, the the engineers design this plane, and then they go to save money, and they go farm it out to other companies that build the parts. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not done in how... You know what I'm saying? It's not done all in the same location where inspections can be done and it's like, well, let's put a motherfucking plane together. Not like, let's wait 48 days for all these separate companies to send their their prototype part in or whatever. And we can see, let's just, you know, do it now. It's all under one chain of command. I think it's done on purpose. I really do. I can't imagine... The outsourcing? That, that, that the long-term... Shit quality? Yeah, that the yeah, long-term um, product of saving money no. is good for a company. It's just parasites. It's like... All it becomes is your shareholders are just your parasites, and they're just mm-hmm. sucking this company dry until it until it dies, until right. it can't handle their yeah, criticism you're anymore. Basically, making decisions like that, you're operating as a cancer to your company. Yeah, yeah. And so maybe you're giving the shareholders a little bit more for a specified amount of time mm-hmm. until your quality makes the entire company fall into yeah. pieces. Yeah, and those Jews who do that should be have a light shine on them. Well, this People. is pretty scary. It yeah, because it involves us. Because one planes. of these assholes trying to get an extra fucking gold toilet in his house could lead to me losing my phone. Or hundreds of people dying. Losing my phone. <laughs> it's unacceptable. <laughs> it is. Fuck that. I don't know those hundreds of imaginary fucking people. All I know is my imaginary phone. <laughs> and it could be fucking sucked out of this imaginary plane. And then what am I doing? Annoying you. With You're my jokes. Not streaming and anything. And my stories. And my songs that I sing. It's chaos. So we need to get all this shit under one roof, Boeing. You're here first. So this line of aircraft, the 737 MAX 9 and the 737 MAX 8 jets, were first placed in service in 2016. So the first time that they mm-hmm. ever flew. The MAX 8 has kind of a bad history. <laughs> it's a crash. Two fatal crashes oh, with the Max 8. Now this was a Max 9 
that had the side blow out. And so these crashes are completely unrelated. But worth noting, these crashes happened within five months of each other in okay. 2018 Were there and similar issues in that model that did it? The first crash was Indonesia's Lion Air. It killed 189 people. This was on. It, this was in October. These aren't imaginary people. No, these I'm are real concerned people. Concerned about these people. And then Ethiopian Airlines, same plane, 737 Max 8, crashed minutes after takeoff, killing 157 Jeez. passengers in March of 2019. The response. So clearly, those planes were also then grounded, grounded for a time yeah. while Boeing figured out what was going on. Boeing changed an automated flight control system yes. within the plane, and that was apparently was what, what did it. it was. was uh, it was compensating. Crashes. Yeah, it wasn't compensating for they moved the engine location in the plans. I did read about this, and uh, they didn't compensate it with with that part. So it has nothing to do though with that side side panel blowing out. No, but it's just another thing nine. because everything is farmed out, and it's not all under one roof, and it's not made American. And it's all even shit. if it is made, even if it is made American, it's not made American. You know, yeah, it's not made because by Americans. there aren't Americans in those fucking right. factories. Exactly, not a whole lot. E- even the union ones are fucking swamped with Guatemalans and people who don't have standards. Their standards are we didn't get fucking eaten by a crocodile today. Hooray! It's not their standards do not lead to further standards that build upon and mm-hmm. make a civilization great. Right, like making sure that the bolts are properly yeah tightened. they don't care the bolts are fucking on he's got to go take a piss and he wants to smoke and get home and get home and get home yeah fuck this white man's bullshit i work <laughs> can't fool me i mean that bullshit you can play your sesame street immigrant to different kinds of white folks don't try it around here it doesn't work on me this particular plane that had this blowout that same plane had three pressurization warnings go off between December 7th and January 4th in the cockpit. Okay. One of those occurred in flight, one of those three warnings on this plane. Because of this, this was an Alaska Airlines flight, they decided that this particular jet shouldn't any longer fly long routes over water. Oh, okay. That is the most third world fucking decision. To make. You know, we just won't, we just won't drive the car on the road. And for an entire aircraft that they're putting people on and sending. Well, them. nobody thought of checking the fucking the bolts. The bolts on the thing you just put on. What kind of maintenance? This is terrifying well, because there's machines and casinos that get better fucking maintenance than these things are getting. The plane was flagged for maintenance. Oh. But the maintenance that was scheduled would have taken place after this blowout happened. So they never got to maintenance. So they're still driving and it's flagged. It's like your check engine light's blinking. You know, check engine light being mm-hmm. on, it's it could be a lot of different things. It's not necessarily going to stop the... But when that motherfucker starts blinking, it means some bad shit's about to happen. About to blow a pump. Something's about to go. Mm-hmm. That's insane. It People is. fly. This is why I don't fucking I know. fly. I don't ever want to fly no. again. That's fucking scary. Yeah. I, I don't want to. Ever again. I don't want to put up with the shit. The last time I went on a flight, I had to deal with TSA. Yeah, I hate them. TSA's awful. Yeah. The, worst, the worst TSA... I've ever experienced is the Atlanta airport. 
they're mean and they're angry with you before you've even done anything. <laughs> like you get up to the front and they're just yelling at you right away. Orlando was it's like terrible. that too. There's some old drill sergeant ass brother out there and kind of rubbed me raw. Like you can't be over a hundred IQ on the best day. There's no one in that TSA who's over a one hundred three. You can't tell me that. They all have no, that. they probably specifically only hire yeah. midwits. Yeah, yeah. I remember when it came out, my mom was like, "You need to go. You need to get a job. They're paying good. This is like totally un-American." Like, what are you mm-hmm. telling me? Go, go what? You know? Right. Go violate. Go work for even bigger rights. scumbags. <laughs> and just being in the military made me feel. You know what I'm saying? How are you a child of the '60s? Was money? No. Money? They're not money. They talks. just want big government. Yeah. They want to be controlled. They, they want to feel safe. They didn't want it. Now that they're old and they're scared, they, they want to be able to wield government like they did when they were young and they were strong with their voting power. It's just a giant spaz attack, in my opinion. Finally, in local news Uh-oh. from Kenosha News. Uh oh. On Sunday evening, the police pulled over a vehicle for speeding. They ended up arresting three men for kidnapping. Oh, that sounds like So there was a fourth guy in the car who was being kidnapped by these three guys. And then during the entire ordeal, taking all these guys in, interviewing the guy that got kidnapped, it turns out the guy that got kidnapped was wanted for child molestation crime in Milwaukee. So he then was also wow arrested. Should have just kept it cool, buddy. No, I don't know. Were they going to kill his ass or what? They were going to take him to Chicago. Uh, so Yeah, probably kill his ass. Yeah. Why are you taking Who knows down what there? he's involved in. Yeah. Just with all, you know, Maybe, everything that's here. You know what? Here. Maybe he was taking him down to the person's family that he diddled. Could be. If so, I wish the cops wouldn't have fucked this Could up. Be. These are the three folks arrested for kidnapping oh, that guy. Oh, essays. I bet you they're returning them to And the guy that they kidnapped was, too. I would bet, yeah. He was Latino, too. He molested somebody then that they knew. Maybe they were taking him down for vengeance. The essays don't fuck around. He messed with their little sister. You, you get it. He's probably going on to some kings. They're probably taking him down to some kings to disassemble To take ass. care of it. I didn't even think about that, but you're probably right. Yeah. And kings are big. Not like they were in the 80s, man. They're fucking worldwide. Well, I wish Just a molester would have got, like, Something bad would happened. Got, would he, a bunch of pipes swinging. What he deserved. Yeah. Yeah, that is probably true. That those guys were taking him somewhere specifically to take care of. Because they look the they, crime that they he look committed. Like those kind of guys. I mean, they look, usually essays look evil too. They give you the look. They look like fuck shit. You know, we fucked up. We were supposed to get this guy. Now he's gonna go into the justice system and get eighteen months. Mm-hmm. We're to pick him up all over again to do this. He's probably gonna go out to Mexico. Escape. Yeah. Creeps. We should go take a Mexican vacation like that, and then come back through and get a bunch of free shit with the kids. What do you say? Take a Mexican vacation. Yeah, and then come back through illegally. And then get a bunch of free shit. It's Change a lot easier We can fucking get, get rid of all of our illegally. debt. All of our debt? Any, any, any issues, credit scores, any of that stuff, we'll start all over again. I'll, my name will be Rodrigo. So we'll steal the identity of some of these... No, we don't even. We just tell them. No, my name's Jesus Salazar. Right, they wouldn't know, Maria right? Because they're illegal. Yeah, and this is all little Salazaritos or whatever. Right, and so give us Gibbs. Yeah, they will get. They will give us Gibbs. Give us housing. Housing. Medical. I can get a big ass fucking truck, huge fucking truck. I can get a sweet job with seventy five other guys roofing. We don't even have to do a good. I don't even have to do a good job anymore. I don't have to do a good job and make sure everybody else does a good job on the crew. Because now Cause you're I'm an illegal now. Mexican. I'll yeah. fucking get hammered at work. 
I can no habla. I could just look stupid every time the guy repeats over and over the proper way to do something and then for the hundred and so you know fiftieth time I I don't do it. I just give him that look. <laughs> you know? But then you gotta talk to the other guys about how a stupid oh that the, guy the is. gringo is, yeah. Yes. I'll, then I'll go tell the other illegals what a dipshit the guy who tried to teach me exactly. over and over and over again the right way to do something. He won't care. He's just gonna go laugh to his boomer buddies about a bunch of stupid Mexicans he's got working for cheap printing money. Nope, we're doing it. So it would be like one of the National Lampoon vacation movies, but it's like our family. Yep. So next time we see you, you guys. We might be Mexicans. We'll be Mexican. All right. And with that. Let's go to break. Hey guys, it's me, Ted, from The Good Morning Show, and it's time for another Tips with Ted. I've seen a lot of talk about which side we should take in the Israel versus Palestine issue. I say we finally fucking take our own side. What has helping brown people done for us? Is this going to be another chance to fuck everything up, and instead of looking inwards, we look outwards to be the white savior once again? Who are we going to save this time, guys? The Jews? The Palestinians? Or are we going to save ourselves? I say we look to our own blood. Fuck them both. This has been another tip from Ted. Thanks. Alright guys, it's that time again. we got to say goodbye. But before we go, we just like to remind you, check your basements, check your house for Jews. You never know when they're tunneling in. And you don't want them tunneling into your life. Stay safe out there, you guys. We love you. We love you. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. to the nigger shell. <laughs> <laughs>